0: Come oh, on, let's celebrate our God. Let's give our God the praise that our God so richly and rightfully deserve. What a blessed joy it is to be in the house of the Lord. Those of you who are able, if you're in the sanctuary, can you stand on your feet? Praise God. Those that are watching us online, put those hands together. Give the Lord the praise that God so richly and rightfully deserves. Good morning to all of those that are in the sanctuary as well as those that are watching us virtually. If you're on Facebook, YouTube, or engaging in our uh, live chat room on our church website, you are part of St. Paul Online. Our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage you this morning, so we want you to do us this favor. If you're on Facebook, share on your personal timeline without starting a separate watch party. We want to make sure we stay in the same chat stream. Tag people you want to invite to check out our worship experience. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We want to get up to at least 1,500 subscribers. Text this link of the worship service to your personal network. If you're in the church chat room on our website, click the invite button in your chat window and share this experience with others. I am certainly uh, delighted for those that are watching us as far as our Zoom congregation. And I want to wave at you. And I see you all waving back at us. Wherever you're watching us online, if you would, let those folks in. Amen. Wherever you're watching us online, if you would, just tell us where you're watching us from. If you're in Charlotte, put in Charlotte. If you're in Mississippi, I know my mama's watching. Put in Mississippi. That's if you can, mama. Amen. I know how you are as far as being tech savvy. But we want you all to join us as far as that's concerned. Minister Erica Minor is going to come and lead us in our worship worship experience. St. Paul, if we could, let's set the atmosphere for our God to do an amazing thing today.
1: Amen, amen. There is a sweet, sweet spirit in this place, and I know that is the presence of the Lord. And I know those of you who are in the sanctuary, you got your mask on, and if you're virtual, we can't see your beautiful faces. But behind those masks and from afar, there should be a sweet expression on your face because you can feel the presence of the Lord. Lord is here. God is here this morning. He is here in this atmosphere. He is worthy of our praise. So give him praise for the gift of breath in your lungs. Give him praise for his steadfast love and forgiveness. Praise him, praise him. chapter 4 verses 8 through 18, 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verses 8 through 18. And as you're turning in your word or looking for it in your phone, uh, if you are online, as pastor instructed earlier, we'd love to know where you are worshiping with us from, what state or city you're in. So if you'd like to put that in chat, we'd love to know who is sharing in this worship experience with us. 2nd Corinthians 4, 8 through 18 reads, we are hard pressed on every side yet not crushed we are perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not forsaken struck down but not destroyed always carrying about in the body the dying of the lord jesus that the life of jesus also may be manifested in our body for we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then death is working in us, but life in you. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. are eternal. The word is blessed. Let us bow for a word of prayer. Our heavenly father, we thank you for being here today. We thank you for showing up to meet us and blessing us with your presence. Lord, we want you to take over this worship experience, Lord. We want everything that we do today, everything that we sing, everything that we say, everything that we pray to glorify your name. Lord, we are grateful for all that you have done in our lives, Lord. We thank you for covering us. We thank you for being a God that is consistent. And on this day, we gather to remember how wonderful you are, how great you are, how mighty you are. We thank you for being here. We thank you for your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: need some folks that don't mind giving god a hallelujah praise this morning come on don't play with me i need some folks who don't mind giving god a hallelujah praise is he not worthy amen 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 good morning disciples of saint paul and good morning to those who are visiting with us we greet you with jesus joy we are certainly excited and delighted the Lord has allowed for you to make your way out to the sanctuary as well as online. Amen. And for all of those that are online, I'm waving at you. We thank God for your presence. For those that are in the house, thank you for pressing your way. If we have anybody that is a first-time guest or even a visitor, would you just hold your hand up? Hold your hand up. Amen. Can we celebrate our guests that are in the house this morning? Welcome to St. Paul. We're delighted and elated that you have joined us. Pre-pandemic, we would have stood up. We would have blessed you and come and shake your hand. But I know for a whole lot of introverts, y'all glad we ain't doing that no more. Amen. 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 But we're certainly delighted that those that are visiting with us, that you are here. Let me um, do a a couple of things before we... um, move forward as far as the rest of our worship experience uh, I just want to share some observations then I want to do a couple of presentations and just let you all know that um, our Sunday morning live for our kids and teens is back up and running uh, today at 2 o'clock p.m. on our zoom link and so this is for our children between the ages of 2 to 18 all classes are virtual so uh, you can get individual links on our Facebook page or email uh, Richardson at SPPCNC.org If you would like to teach one of these age groups, please contact our minister of Christian education, Reverend Brenda Richardson, because we could use your help. Uh, we had our Kaya service uh, for uh, our Sisters to Sisters this past Wednesday, and we will have Kaya for the Brothers uh, the last Wednesday of this month. And so it's going to be Brother to Brother and Intergenerational Conversation hosted by Minister Jeffrey Stevenson. So mark your calendar and join in on the conversation on Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, or our church website. Just also want to let you all know that we are uh, back in Bible study um, on Thursdays at noon and at night. We are studying the book of James and over the next uh, several weeks, I'm going to be preaching from the book of James. So our sermons are going to be in sync with our Bible study, and our Bible study will be in sync with our sermons. And um, you can uh, follow as far as that's concerned, and hopefully and prayerfully some things will be dropped that will help you to become a better person. Um, I had mentioned uh, earlier that, um, well, really yesterday, Five years ago was the first time that I shared with you all as the pastor elect of the St. Paul Baptist Church. It's been five wonderful years. My life has been made richer and better, and I've become a better disciple because I'm connected to you all as your servant leader. And so I want to thank you all, St. Paul, for embracing Pierre Cheris and me and uh thank you all for uh your support over these five years the lord has done uh some marvelous things and the lord is doing even greater things as far as this church and community are concerned um i don't take for granted the gift of the lord's church this is the lord's church we are the lord's people i don't like using the metaphor a marriage between a pastor and the church because you ain't my bride you belong to jesus christ amen so that marriage metaphor for me does not work for some it does but not for me I'm, I'm nothing but the best man amen and and i want to make sure that my jesus is satisfied with whatever we do as far as the bridegroom is concerned amen amen have i told you all how much i love you can I tell you again how much I love you? No, St. Paul, I really, really do love you, and um, uh, and I brag about you all everywhere, everywhere that I go. Um, part of that 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 love that, um, uh, is just some of the wonderful people that are here, and I want Sister Ginyard. Oh, look at you, looking all fly. Come on up here, Sister Ginyard, if you would. Sister Ginyard has served as the, um, well, first of all, she was church clerk for a number of years, but then she also served as chair of our hospitality ministry for a number of years, and she has uh, stepped down. But I got something for you, dear. I have something for you just to express our appreciation for the wonderful uh, work that you have done. I want you to take this and put it somewhere nice. It says 20 plus years of outstanding and excellent service to the Culinary Hospitality Ministry presented to Miss Carolyn Ginyard. And with this award, we thank you for your continued commitment and dedication. So you're more than welcome. Would you turn that around? Turn it around. Yeah. Amen. Now, I'm going to let you do something I don't let everybody else do. I want you to move that mask so you can show your pretty smile as we do this. There you go. <laughs>
1: Thank you pastor and thanks to st paul baptist church it's been a wonderful over 20 years and i wouldn't take anything for it i made new relationships been able to serve uh, stroke my old relationships and that will continue and whoever uh, is ministry leader for hospitality will have my full support and the church st paul will always have my full support Thank you. Put,
0: let me put that back here. I'll put this in here for you. All right. I'm going to ask my intern come help your pastor out. Amen. <laughs> Get that taken care of. All right. You would fix that. All right. Come on, let's give Sister Kenyard another round of applause. And again, thank you so much, dear amen 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 um i am going to ask at this time um uh first of all before before i ask that I'm, i i want to say uh saint paul when when i say that you all are absolutely amazing you really are you're just absolutely amazing especially when it comes to uh generosity and missions um About a couple of months ago, we put out a call to help our brothers and sisters in Haiti, and um, I was just asking um, Sister Gwendolyn for us to raise Uh, $10,000, $10,000, you know, Um, yeah, $10,000, and, you know, I felt that was an attainable goal, Um, and um, I want to thank you all uh for your giving but we did not raise ten thousand dollars uh we didn't raise ten thousand dollars uh through your generosity and your graciousness we're going to be writing a check this week to Lot carry for twenty five thousand dollars And so um, um, I'm asking those that are intricately connected with Lock Carey, uh, if you all will come up, and um, um, we're gonna um, we gonna do this check presentation, do pictures. And I know somebody is saying, why y'all taking pictures? Because you gotta tell your own story. Amen. You gotta tell your own story. Um, let's do it over here let's do it over here where you want us to be Deborah? oh yeah let's do it over here all of those come on up come on up amen amen is that brother is that our chair county commissioner brother George aren't you with Lockery come on up here come on up here sir yeah yeah come on up here where's is Lisa and Tisa Murray here Because I know they're active with it. They're not here yet. All right. Now, now after church, we'll do some better pictures, but I want to just do this right now. amen amen come on give yourselves a round of applause for this wonderful wonderful gift we're going to be cutting this check this week and um uh i've been in touch with dr gina stewart as well as uh, our executive secretary treasurer reverend emmett dunn for uh letting them know that this will be forthcoming um and and haiti needs help Haiti needs help. And I really became even more incensed when I saw what they were doing to our Haitian brothers and sisters down on the border in Texas. And, um, um, and, and yeah, yeah, I'm trying not to, to go off. But um, Haiti needs help. So uh, this will hopefully and prayerfully be a great step to help them as far as that's concerned. Um, so with that, um, we're going to move along as far as our worship experience is concerned. And we want you all to be in prayer um, for the family of Sister Linda Calhoun, uh, the mother of Brother Scott Calhoun. Her services will be here on Tuesday, um, October the 5th, quiet hour at 11 and service will be at noon. The family of Brother Bobby Martin Sr., the father of disciple Patrick Jones Sr., his services will be at the Greenville Memorial Amy Zion Church Saturday, October the 9th, quiet hour at 11, and the services will be at noon. Um, we want to lift up the family of Sister Cora Stitt. Her uh, services were held yesterday here at the church. Uh, the mother of disciples, Wayne, uh, Bonita, and Jacqueline. Um, We want to um, lift up that family, Uh, of course, Sharon and Janae, and multiple grands and great-grands and great-great-grands. The Lord allowed for her to see five generations, and of course, God is to be praised. We want to lift up the family of Brother Albert Shands, the brother-in-law of disciple Donna Shands. We want to lift up the family of Brother Dempsey Grinsham, the brother of disciple Sisters Judith Davis and Linda Gresham Moore. Graveside service was held this past Friday at Gethsemane Memorial. We also want to lift up the family of Winifred McCrae, the sister of uh, Brother Walter Fletcher, the family of Brother George Wright, uh, the brother of disciple Virginia Steele, and the family of Sister Tina Grady the sister of disciples April Tate and Sean Grady. And then on our sick and shut-in list, we have a lot of names that'll be scrolling up and down the screen, but particularly those who have just gone into the hospital, Uh, James Davis, Nathan Davis. We want to continue to lift up our pastor emeritus, Dr. Paul Drummond and his wife, Sister Thomasina, our brother Ronald Watson, Deacon Michael Underwood. We want to continue to lift him up in prayer And there will be other names scrolling up and down that that list. So as we prepare to go to the Lord in prayer, I'm going to ask that uh, Minister uh, Erica Minor will come and take us to the throne of grace. And if you would, in your own imitable way, share your prayer concerns with our God.
1: Let us pray. Lord, we come to you knowing that you are our refuge. Lord, we thank you for being our strength. And we know that you are our ever-present help in these troubling times. Lord, we have heard so many names called today. Names of those who are sick and ailing in their bodies. Names of people who have passed on and names of people who are grieving loss. Lord, we reach out to you for comfort. We reach out to you for compassion. And we reach out to you for peace and restoration of our joy. Lord, we ask that you help us to be there for our brothers and sisters who are grieving during special times. Lord, we ask that you help us to be creative in realizing how to support those who need extra help right now, who need to know that they are loved, who need to know that they are not forgotten, who need to know that their brothers and sisters in Christ are here for them. Lord, we ask that you help continue to be the healing God that you have been that you continue to be a God of provision for those who need you most right now for those who are most forgotten for those who get left behind and for those who sometimes their voices are not heard Lord, we ask that you move in situations and help uplift people when we are unable to do it ourselves Lord Lord, give us power give us ideas Put us to work, Lord. We are your servants and there are people who need us. There are people locally who need us and there are people as far as Haiti and Afghanistan who need us to be a help right now, who need our Christian love, who need our Christian prayers, who need our Christian works in these times. Lord, we call out to you just asking that your love and your peace spread out. Lord, there are so many people hurting today and we need you to continue to be the consistent God that you have always been, Lord, we love you for all that you are, for all that you do and for how you prove yourself over and over again. Even when we don't deserve it, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your love and we thank you for your forgiveness in our lives. Lord, we love you and we praise your mighty name. In Jesus'
0: name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you believe that God is answering that prayer, can you give God praise? <laughs> Amen. Um, before, before we move forward with our offering, um, we had a tragedy in our community on yesterday. Uh, in fact, uh, as part of our apartment complex, there was a little girl. I see Reverend Bernie in the house. What, 12 years old? 12 years old. Somebody said eleven. It was your grandbaby. That's your grandbaby. All right. Um, We're gonna be praying for you and with you. Reverend Bernie and I, we're gonna be talking with you because we wanna do whatever we can to give you support. That little girl helped us clean out our closet on the third floor. And um, she was tragically shot yesterday. Um, And we want to do whatever we can to give you support, your family support. So Reverend Bernie, we'll make that connection, um, and we're going to walk with you through this, okay? We, we promise we're going to walk with you through this, all right? Uh, and our heart aches for you. She's the same age as my daughter. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's tough. But we're gonna, you, you and your family will not endure this alone, and that's what the church is all about. Okay? Okay. So you you got my word. I've already told Reverend Bernie some of the things that we're going to try to do to give you all uh, the help that you need because I know it's going to be tough. Okay? All right. Okay. St. Paul, um, it is time for us to give. And part of your giving goes to give support for things like that, for Haiti, uh, to help our community. And as you let let them in, let them in, let them in, let them in. Um and guide them to, to to seats. Um as we prepare to give at this time. Um how many of y'all really believe and know that you can't be God given no matter how hard you try? Your your giving is going in into great ground. Do y'all see the work we're trying to do around here? Um we got a um, waterproofing job that we're doing that's over a hundred something thousand dollars, and we can't pay the contractors with prayer. We we can't go to the contractors and say, and say "Ring it up, Jesus paid it all." Uh, that that costs money. That's that's a hundred thousand. They're digging ten feet down on all the side of the old sanctuary so that our basement will stop flooding. Because every time a heavy rain come uh it looked like noah's ark down there and you get water you get mold and mildew uh, and and i don't want mold and mildew and the lord don't deserve that that's that's where your tithes and offerings are going to work in renovating and upgrading and enhancing the space of god as well as serving the community and so as i come to you today um Uh, We got some other stuff that we need to do. And uh, I'm asking that you will give as the Lord has led you graciously and generously and lavishly because God has given unto you. There are three ways you can give here at St. Paul Church. You can either mail your check or money order uh, to the church at 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte 28205. Or you can drop it off here at the church. Just call the church office uh, before you come. To make sure someone is here to receive it we'll put it in the safe and then make it part of the next week's count you can also go to our church website at church life or um acs and give there or you can give through the app called givelify for those you all that are practicing the discipline the tithes and offerings thank you so much for those that may not be giving tithes or but you're giving something god bless you and may god continue to increase your faith and for those who feel like you ain't got to give anything May God continue to press upon your mind. You can't beat them giving no matter how hard you try. I want you to do me this favor if you would. However you're giving, if you're giving a physical offering or if you're giving as far as your digital devices are concerned, if you can, in your right hand, lifted to the heavens. We want to give God what's right, not what's left. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come and we thank you right now for the wonderful opportunity to partner with you through giving. And as we come and as we give right now, oh God, not grudgingly nor out of necessity, but cheerfully because why? You love the cheerful giver. Take these gifts of ours, oh God, multiply them so that your word, your work, your witness, and your worship can continue to go forth through the tribe here at St. Paul. I thank you, God, for the generosity and the graciousness of this congregation. Continue to show yourself mighty and strong. In Jesus' name we pray amen for those that have physical offering in the house if you would there's a basket close to you on the bench in front of you if you would just drop it in that basket you don't have to touch the basket just drop it in that basket our team will receive it we thank you all for your graciousness and we're looking forward to the lord blessing us as far as song is concerned I need some folks who know that you would not be where you are if the Lord was not your strength. As a matter of fact, he ought to be the source of your strength and the strength of your life. Come on, let's celebrate our God. to our praise ensemble for uh, setting the tone and tune for this moment Uh, I am indebted to to your gift of song uh, for tenderizing my heart for this preaching moment over the next several weeks we're gonna be dealing with the letter of James We're going to deal with the whole book of James, and um, so we'll be teaching from James on Bible study and preaching from James on Sunday morning, and um, I'm trying something here Um, because I think that um, James really offers some good things for us, and so we're going to have this series called becoming a better you becoming a better you and uh james gives us some wonderful tips on how to be a better person in jesus christ so we want to start with james chapter one verses one through 18 for the time that is mine and it's a lengthy passage um but I believe that for where we are right now, he has some good things to share. James 1, starting at verse 1, these words are printed. James, a bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes, which are scattered abroad, greetings. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose he will receive anything from the Lord, for he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let the lowly brother glory in his exaltation, but the rich in his humiliation, because as a flower of the field he would pass away. For no sooner has the sun risen with a burning heat than it withers the grass its flower falls and its beautiful appearance perishes. So the rich man also will fade away in his pursuits. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone, but let each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren, every good gift. And every perfect gift is from above, and it comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own, he will he brought forth us by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of firstfruits of his creation. With your prayers, uh, I want to preach for the time that is mine, uh, the blessings of hard times the blessings of hard times. I don't know any person in his or her right mind who likes to suffer. God knows I don't. And while suffering is unfortunately a human condition that has been brought on because of sin, Suffering can create questions about life and even confusion about God. I am certainly trying to do all that I can to avoid suffering, to prevent suffering, and to bypass suffering. And I want to be as honest and as open and as transparent as I can possibly be. I don't want to go through trouble, I don't want to face any trial. I really do believe that in my Uh, honest opinion, God could have come up with a whole better way of developing us and maturing us spiritually. Uh, But this is why God is God, and this is why I am who I am, because God knows how to handle us, even in our sinful predicament. Uh, Dr. Ralph Sockman, a United Methodist pastor, in his book, The Meaning of Suffering, wrote these words, and I quote, Certainly, sorrow is a touchstone in the art of living. We never appreciate the real values of life until we come to them in trouble. End of quote. Nevertheless, I, along with others, are trying to lessen suffering at all costs. And uh, Minister Erica, at this age and stage in my life, Uh, I have reached the saving conclusion that if you live long enough, sooner or later, you're going to deal with suffering. That if you keep on getting up and saying, as the folks of old say, good morning, you're going to have to encounter pains, problems, predicaments, perplexities, and even pessimism. And, And if you're not careful, beloved, these moments have the capacity to knock you down and take you out. Regardless of your race, gender, sexual orientation, religious affiliation, socioeconomic status, or financial portfolio, you will not get out of this life without a scar. Just think about where our world is right now. Just think about the craziness that we are dealing with right now. Just think about all the calamities that we are facing right now. We're not going to escape this life without going through some trouble. Climate change has led to increased fires across the globe, extreme hurricanes in the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans, rising sea levels on the coast and erratic weather patterns. COVID-19, with its mutating variants, which has claimed 700,000 lives just here in the United States alone. The Taliban resurgence in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Al Qaeda's reemergence in the Middle East, potential instability with global markets, famine and pestilence in parts of Asia, Africa, South America, and even North America, uh, Haitians being sent back to Haiti on planes while Afghans are being brought here by the plane loads, and, and just the collective suffering and trauma. That we're going to need to unpack if we ever get through this pandemic because folks don't want to get vaccinated, don't want to wear a mask, don't want to practice social distancing, want to do whatever they want to, but don't want to follow any type of protocol. And, and, and God knows, I, I, I have to admit, I, I'm tired. I'm tired of wearing masks i'm tired of the vitriol as far as whether or not you're vaccinated i'm i'm tired of having to stand before you and say listen we need you to take care of yourself we need you to get back i'm I'm tired of hearing about our children dying from COVID. I'm tired of hearing about other folks dying from COVID. I'm tired of telling you, you don't have to die from COVID. I'm tired of unvaccinated folks feeling like they could do whatever the hell they want to and not be vaccinated. I'm tired. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you ain't got to get vaccinated, but you got to take some precautions, because if you are unvaccinated, you can't do whatever you want to do. Because I don't want to get sick. And I'm fully vaccinated. Uh, but St. But Paul and those that's watching me, he, he, here is really what I'm trying to get to. Because all that stuff takes place regardless. But when you are black. When your skin has been kissed by the African sun, our collective suffering goes to a whole nother level. It it, it goes beyond suffering uh, that's connected to our human consciousness. Uh, 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 Our suffering happens because of systemic racism, white patriarchy, skin color, and social location. Our suffering is connected to the struggle to live in freedom against the will of our oppressor. And when it comes to black folks, it's always something. Police brutality white supremacy, gentrification, racial slurs, code switching, lack of educational resources, food deserts, affordable housing, poor health care, insufficient child care, eviction notices, bankruptcy, death by COVID-19, just to name a few. But I'm here on a divine assignment to deal with three types of people in our midst. Those who are going through hard times, those who are concerned about the trouble and pains of others, and those who love life and want to make the best of your life on this terrestrial ball called Earth. So we gather today online and we've come in the sanctuary to meditate and to get something that will help us along the way. The mess black folks have had to deal with as far as the mishandling of scriptures in America, the corruption of Christianity on these shores. I'm surprised black folks follow Jesus in the first place. But I'm here to let you know that the Jesus we follow is not an Americanized version draped in a United States flag with an AK-47 strapped across his chest. Our Jesus is not a product of the Republican Party. Our Jesus is not a byproduct of Trumpism. Our Jesus is not some blonde-haired, blue-eyed version of Warner Silliman's Christ. The Jesus we follow is a person of color. The Jesus we follow is a person who identifies with the marginalized and the oppressed of society. The Jesus we follow is the one of Scripture. The Jesus we follow is the half-brother of James. James. Y'all didn't know Jesus had siblings, did you? James, 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 James. He... He had a younger brother named James. And the James that wrote this letter is the half-brother of Jesus. Same mama, different dad. Jesus' father is God. Uh, James' daddy was Joseph. And this James grew up with our Lord and Savior. Saw him running around the house. I uh, saw him t- helping his father out. But this James was not part of the original 12 disciples. There were a couple of James that were part of the original 12. James, the brother of John. James, the son of Alphaeus, who uh, was uh, basically um, the cousin of Jesus. But, but this James joins the crew later after jesus's death resurrection and ascension and he becomes a significant leader in the church of jerusalem as a matter of fact when you read acts chapter 15 this james is the one that convenes and leads the council of jerusalem to settle some disputes but notice how james opens up this letter james and i like the way he does this uh in his introductory remarks does not refer to himself as the brother of jesus uh, or as the head of the church at jerusalem now he's not dropping titles like that now if it had been some of us we would have said uh, my name is so and so so and so i'm the brother of jesus i'm the head of the church at jerusalem No, but this james says no i am a slave of god and a slave of the lord jesus christ here it is james figured out who jesus was and james calls him lord jesus christ he calls him lord because one day jesus is going to come back in his glory he calls him jesus because that's his earthly name and it means that god saves us from our sins he calls him christ because he knows that he is the anointed one the messiah that is sent from god james knows that his eldest brother brother was not some ordinary man james knew that there was something messianic miraculous marvelous majestic mysterious and magnificent about his eldest brother this james knew that jesus was the son of god the messiah in the flesh and he died because of his faith in his brother here in america we don't know anything about persecution Some of us think we're being persecuted y'all seen them on the news because we got to wear a mask or because we got to get vaccinated to keep your job that's that's not persecution can i tell you what persecution really looks like when you got to give up your life because you worship god When, when 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 your house is being destroyed because you call on the name of Jesus, like our brothers and sisters in China, when, when, when you are placed in jail for bowing down at the feet of Jesus, that is persecution. And, and i would dare say i would dare say we're, we're not being persecuted we, we we might we might be getting bent out of shape because we got to do certain things but we ain't being persecuted and can i correct some things for a moment you ain't even being persecuted because folks look at you crazy or they talk about you that ain't persecution that's folks getting on your nerves but there were folks then and there are folks right now who are shedding their blood because of the name of jesus Over the next several weeks, in Bible study and in preaching, we're going to work through this letter of James. Why? Because James unpacks some things that you and I need to become a better person. And and in today's message, I just want to, for a moment, help you to discern blessings that can come from hard times. Uh, James is writing the Jewish Christians who have been scattered throughout the Roman Empire and uh, Asia Minor. And it is through the persecution of the church that the gospel is spread throughout the world. James tackles the concept of trials and temptations and how you and I can get blessings from both trials. And temptations. As he puts pen to parchment, he envisions this letter being read to the church out loud to encourage those being persecuted for their faith in Jesus Christ to hang in there. God will see you through. He provides them with formulas and insights and wisdom on how to endure and even how to extrapolate blessings from your hard times. What are the blessings that are generated from the text I have shared with you this morning? I want you to understand four things and then I'll be done. First of all, your trials will ultimately benefit you. I know that's a hard word, but when you look at verses 2 through 8, James makes a statement that kind of confuses me, Dr. Redmond. James says, count it all joy when you fall into various trials or Different trials. I declare if James was here, I would wind up giving him the side eye because, on the surface, this makes no sense. And this is not a suggestion, beloved. This is a commandment. But I got to raise some questions of Brother James. Brother James, how can you have joy when you don't know how you're going to pay your bills? How can you have joy when the marriage is on the rocks? How can you have joy when cancer has come out of remission? How can you have joy when you're facing bouts of depression? How can you have joy when you're catching hell on your job? How can you have joy when your personhood is degraded? How can you have joy when you're being bullied in school? How can you have joy when your loved one has died how can you have joy when you have no earthly idea how you're going to make it how can you have joy when you got to deal with racism or sexism or classism how can you have joy when you're dealing with covet 19 alpha variant mu variant delta variant Beta variant. How can you have joy when you got to deal with confusion, craziness, idiots, and idiosyncrasies in your midst? Can I give you the shout for the text for me? James ain't saying be joyful for your trials. Uh, He's not saying that going through your trial is a joyful thing. He is not saying smile and put on a fake, phony, happy face. He is not telling you, don't worry, be happy. No, don't confuse happiness with joy. Happiness is dependent upon what's happening. Happiness is an emotion. Joy is a choice. And James is saying, uh, if you're going to make it through this life, you got to make the choice to have joy. Can I give y'all a Robert Scott definition of joy? Joy is the positive resistance against the oppressive forces trying to dump negativity in your space. You ain't joyful for the trial. Here's the shout. You are joyful in the trial. You are joyful because you know what the outcome is going to be. And when you have joy, you know that sooner or later, God will make everything all right. Regardless of whether you're tired or sad or depressed or angry or ticked off or even broke, you know sooner or later, God will make everything all right. Here's the shout for me because when you have joy joy puts you in the mindset to face your hard times because god is stretching and developing your faith god is developing patience in you god is developing endurance in you and through you and for you so you can become all that god will have for you to be James knows that too many of us have faith that needs to be developed, that needs to be matured. The word patience here means endurance. It is facing the pressure and going through the pressure and coming out of the pressure. It it, it is like a piece of black coal. That is under the pressure of the earth, constricting it. And as the pressure of the earth constricts it, sooner or later it emerges as a beautiful diamond. You all didn't know that what you're wearing on your fingers ain't nothing but diamonds that have been come, that has that was cold before. God is in the process of making you perfect not sinless perfect but rather god is maturing you to become all that god wants for you to be god is uh, eliminating weaknesses in our lives god is correcting flaws in our lives god is straightening out shortcomings in our lives god is teaching us lessons for the journey ahead and this is what happens when you deal with your trials from a sense of of joy and if you don't understand why you're going through what you're going through if you don't like what you're dealing with the bible says all you got to do is ask god check this out for wisdom 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 will help you to appreciate and appropriate understand and develop this thing called joy uh, uh, in other words y'all know what i i want to call wisdom i call wisdom god juice and god wants to drop some god juice on you uh, i just said wisdom is god juice and god want to drop some god juice on you it's a whole lot of folks got phds but they ain't got wisdom it, it, it's a whole lot of folks got college degrees but they ain't got wisdom my grandma barely had a first grade education but my great-grandmother was a wise woman why because she had a connection with God and God dropped some god juice on her uh, James wants us to understand that if you want wisdom here it is all you got to do is ask God for it because how many of y'all know that God is generous and God is gracious and God is liberal and God is but it until God wants to shower you with wisdom. Now, I know this going to mess some of y'all up because uh, God wants to shower you not with a new car, not with new money, not with new house, not with a new boo, not with a new bay, not with numbers for the lottery, but God wants to give you wisdom. That's what Solomon asked for. He asked God for wisdom, and God said, since you asked me for wisdom, I'm going to give you any and everything that you want, but if you want wisdom you gotta come to god correct you can't be faking the funk if you want wisdom if you want wisdom do not doubt if you want wisdom do not doubt can i do a little teaching here on that word doubt for a moment because james wants us to understand that if you ask for wisdom you got to do it what in faith you cannot doubt in this text the concept of doubt uh, is not questioning god or trying to get insights about god but the concept of doubt is to be divided between your loyalties uh-huh yeah 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 uh, uh, uh. you cannot be divided between your will and god's will uh, you cannot be divided between the ways of the culture and the ways of God either you choose God and you get wisdom Or you choose the culture and you look a fool. Uh, I don't know who I'm talking to in the house right now, but I believe I got some folks here in St. Paul uh, that know I'm going to trust God with whatever I need as far as my life is concerned. Uh, Do I have anybody that ain't afraid to testify and admit that God has given you insight and wisdom about how to handle some things and how to handle some people and how to approach your problems? God? let you do it with a sense of joy. I feel like hollering right now. The only reason that some of you are still alive, still standing, haven't lost your mind, haven't gone crazy for cuckoo puffs, is because the Lord gave you wisdom, and you say, I'm gonna handle this thing with a sense of joy. No, I ain't happy, no. I'm not smiling like a Cheshire cat, but I got enough faith and trust in God that if I put it in the hands of the lord and let the lord do what the lord wants to do in my life the lord will bring me through and when i come forth i shall be like pure gold do i have any wise folks in the house right now they ain't afraid to worship and thank the lord for the god juice he has deposited within your life (laughs) Woo! i feel like preaching this morning uh uh something else that the text wants us to understand that's another blessing and that blessing is you're going to discover what real wealth looks like real wealth looks like that's in verses 9 through 11 real wealth looks like the the, james says let the lowly brother glory in exaltation but let the rich in his humiliation hmm huh uh do I have any folks in here got any money? Whether it's a little bit or a lot, I, I, I need some folks. I, come on, I, I ain't going to ask you for no money. I, I just need some folks that got a little bit of money. If you wouldn't mind just putting up your hand just for a moment. A little bit of money. A little bit. Come on. I know it's. I look at the cars you're driving, the clothes you wear. I know some of y'all got some money. Can, 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 can I make this declaration? Haven't you discovered that when you're going through hard times, money can't buy a peace of (laughs) mind? Suffering is a great equalizer. (laughs) Think think about it. Suffering uh, levels the playing field. Fires in California burned up rich folks' houses as well as poor folks' houses. Uh, COVID-19 took out rich people as well as poor people. James is letting us know that you can't rely on your financial resources because your money will not be able to keep you when the storms of life come your way. And, And so James is really saying the reason poor people are able to handle difficult moments somewhat well is because all they have is God. And the reason that some folks who got money lose their mind is because all they have is their money. But I believe, hallelujah, that i got a few folks that ain't got no money and i believe i got a few folks that do have a little change in their pocket that ain't afraid to admit that god is the one that has kept you when you could not keep yourself I, i i listen listen I don't want to beat up on rich folks because we do too much of that in the church. God blesses rich folks as well when you know that it ain't your riches that is keeping you. It's the God above that is sustaining you. Um, uh, because you do know there are no ATMs, check cash in places or money exchanges, or well Fargo's or Bank of America's in the cemetery. You do know that your clothes, your cars, your cash, your cosmetics, your currency, or your computers will not make it out of this world. James is saying that sooner or later, that stuff is going to dissipate. You can't take it with you when you die. And so we got to redefine what real wealth looks like because there are folks, that, folks in the church and in the culture that's really got it going on from a material perspective, but their souls are so empty. I have discovered that I am rich because of my relationship with God through Jesus Christ. I have discovered I am rich when I have a family that loves me. I have discovered I am rich when I have a church that rolls with me. I'm trying to see, can I do a church check right now? Do I have any real wealthy folks in the house right now that know you are saved? Do I have any real wealthy folks? See, see, the reason why y'all can't shout, it's because y'all think I'm talking about wealth being connected to your money, but wealth ain't connected to your money. Wealth is connected to relationships. Wealth is connected to you knowing who God is. Wealth is connected to your salvation. Wealth is connected to your eternal life. Wealth is connected to the fact that you got a family that loves you. Wealth is connected to you being a part of the St. Paul Church. Wealth is the fact that you're able to know that you got a God who looked beyond your faults and saw all your needs and has blessed you accordingly. I need some real wealth there. Folks in the house that ain't afraid to let somebody know I got it going on. Now, not because of where I drive, not because of where I wear, not because of where I live, but I got it going on because I am rich in Jesus Christ. Oh, I feel like preaching right now. Uh, can Can I Can I press my weight Because I got to give you two more things and then I'm done. Uh, here's another blessing. Uh, another blessing is your ability to overcome your temptation. All right. I think I wasn't going to get too many amens on that. Uh, this is in verses 12 through 15 of, of text. Say, uh, I'm still working on that. Uh, here, here it is. Trials, trials or tests and temptations gives us choices. You, 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 you have a choice. Now, let me clear up some stuff because God does not send temptations. And God does not set you up for a temptation. And the problem with a lot of us in the church is we have not made the distinction between a Test and a temptation. Uh, uh, God will send a test to bring out the best in us. But the devil will use temptation to bring out the worst in us. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Let me talk to this side. God will send a test to bring out the best in you. But the devil will set you up for a temptation to bring out the worst in you. All right, all right, let me try this out. God will send a test to bring out the best, but the devil will tempt you to bring out the worst. And, and, and so here's the bombshell stop blaming your temptation on the devil. Uh oh, you got to take responsibility. For your own mess. And how many of us love to make excuses whenever we fall to temptation? We wind up doing like Adam and Eve, blaming everybody except ourselves. And can I tell y'all some of the excuses we use when we fall to temptation? Well, you know, God, it was the other person's fault. Lord, I couldn't help it. Well, God, everybody else is doing it. Lord, it was a mistake. Nobody's perfect. I didn't know it was wrong Uh, when I hit your temptation. Excuse, you can go ahead and stand up. The devil made me do it. I was pressured into it. Lord, I'm only human. And here's the famous one. You can't judge me. The devil is a lie. The Bible says that you and I have the ability to overcome our temptation. Temptation doesn't start with the devil it starts in us and the only reason you fall to temptation is because the devil knows how to play you like a violin he knows what strings to pick and to tickle to make you fall but that stuff is in you it starts with lust and if left unchecked it becomes a habitual sin and if left unchecked it leads to death death of purpose death of passion death of power but that wants some good news right now. God always uh, provided an escape route for your temptation. There is no temptation that you will go through in excuses for your temptation and face your temptation overcome your temptation and when you overcome your temptation you become a better person and here's the shout i want to drop on somebody right now and this is for free when you overcome certain temptations in your life god has a way of blessing you because he knows that now the stuff that right now because you're caught up in your temptation but I need a few folks in the church they ain't afraid to admit I thank God I have fallen but he got me back up I've messed up but he cleaned me back up and he has forgiven me over and over and over and over and over again thank you God lead me not into temptation but deliver me from evil
2: Uh,
0: let me let me let me let me uh, I think somebody might need to just go ahead give God a ten second praise because you know it was some stuff that should have taken you. I got six minutes. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Uh, the last blessing is that God has a unique gift just for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, unique gift. just for, it's, it's in verses 16 through 18, a unique gift, designed. Help me preach this thing. Yeah. Um, see, when people read this verse, minds go to material possessions. Every good and perfect gift. Ooh, Lord, getting ready, give me a car, house, clothes, money, or spiritual gifts. Gift of healing, faith, miracles. And, and there's nothing wrong with those things. But that ain't the gift. James is talking about. James says every good gift. And every perfect gift. Comes from above. James. Is dealing with. The gift. Of salvation. Now, now I, I know. That, that, that ain't. Nothing for some of y'all to shout about. But for me. When I think about. Salvation. I, 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 I can't help. But give God praise. Um, every good gift. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. I'm trying to keep this thing. But shall have everlasting life. Y'all, that's, that's a good gift. But, but, but it becomes a perfect gift. When you accept a good gift, because it becomes perfect through the process of sanctification. Uh, Sanctification is your daily walk with God. Sanctification is you becoming a disciple and following the ways of Jesus. Uh, He takes the good gift of salvation. And watch this. And he customizes it. Custom makes it to fit just you. Oh, somebody, uh, I see two of y'all got it. Uh, Somebody else is going to get it. In other words, uh, what God does to develop me ain't going to be the same on how God develops you. But it's going to be tailored made to fit everything you've gone through so that when you emerge from your trials and your temptation you look more like jesus and left like your raggedy self uh, 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 uh. salvation is a good gift can i tell you why it's a good gift because it gives me my get out of hell free card i don't want to go to hell so i thank god for the good gift of salvation good gift because it gives me my ticket to heaven. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but salvation becomes a perfect gift in the here and now. Because God, through my trials, and God, through my troubles, and God, through my temptations, that every time I make a choice for God, God shapes and cuts some stuff out. And puts more of his stuff in, which means that as I go through whatever I go through in life, I'm beginning to look more like Jesus and less like Robert Charles Scott. Come here just for a moment because we are being conformed to the image and likeness of God. I'm closing, y'all, uh, but I want you all to know that God is not like that wonderful relative of yours. Who gives you a good gift, but it ain't a perfect gift. Preach Robert Charles Scott. God is not like that relative who gives you a beautiful pair of shoes or a wonderful jacket. It's a good gift, but you can't wear it because it's either too large or it's too small. No, uh -uh. the God I serve gives you not only a good gift... But hallelujah, he gives you a perfect gift. And um, the reason uh, he is able to give you not only the good gift of uh, salvation, but uh, through the process of sanctification, he makes the gift perfect is because, uh, yeah, one day his son named Jesus uh, had to get a good gift and had it perfected in the wilderness. I'm closing y'all, may the Lord bless you real good. But I, 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 I thank God for his son, Jesus Christ, because Jesus went through the same thing you and I gotta go through. But the wonderful thing about Jesus is when he was tempted in the wilderness, he did not let the devil have his way. That every time uh, the devil came to Jesus with something crazy, Jesus said, it is written. The reason why many of us cannot handle the temptations that come our way, and a perfect gift only remains a good gift, is because we're not rooted and grounded in the word. But I have discovered that the Bible's says, uh, the grass withereth. And the flower fades, but the word of God shall stand forever. And so, when you're rooted in the word, then whenever the devil tries to tempt you, you can throw the word back at the devil. And then God is growing you. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but I believe I got some folks up at the St. Paul Baptist Church on 1401 Allen Street. I believe I got some folks. Uh, Watching me on the Zoom congregation uh, Watching me on Facebook Live uh, Watching me on YouTube uh, Watching me on Vimeo uh, Listening to me on the radio uh, That's got enough word in you uh, That when the the devil try to tempt you uh, You can throw the word back in his face Uh, Is there anybody in the house uh, That ain't afraid to admit uh, That when you're down and out uh, The word reminds you uh, That the joy of the Lord uh, is your strength. Uh, Do I have anybody in the house uh, that ain't afraid to admit uh, when your way gets dark, uh, you're able to throw the word. Uh, The Lord is my light uh, and my salvation. Uh, Whom uh, shall I fear? Uh, Do I have anybody in the house uh, that ain't afraid to admit uh, when you don't know how you're going to make it? Uh, The word will tell you. my God shall supply uh, all your needs uh, according to his riches. Uh In glory through Christ Jesus. Do I have anybody in the house that ain't afraid to admit when you get tired? They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Do I have anybody that ain't afraid to testify? Had you not had the word down in your soul? You would have gone crazy a long time ago But I thank God I got his word down in my heart So, so uh, if you go going to play some some joy music don't don't play around with it. because i think somebody in here got a draw for praise on your lips and i believe somebody in here got a draw for stepping in your feet and i believe somebody in here got a draw for dance in your spirit and i believe somebody in here got a draw for praise you to do me a favor because y'all been holding it up for a long time go ahead and let it out Joy, joy, joy doesn't mean that you deny what's hard in your life. But joy basically means I'm making the choice to trust God anyhow. Those that's watching us online, those that are in the house, I, I want to do a couple of things, and then we're going to carry out the ordinance of communion. I want to lead you in a prayer so you can have joy. Because joy don't come from the world. They come from God. You you can't get joy from the world, from the culture. That that comes from God. And I want to invite you to this joy. And, and if you don't mind, just for a moment. I know... I know I'm over my time. I'm sorry. But, but just for a moment, I want you to have this joy. And here's how it looks. I'm going to lead you in a short prayer, a prayer of knife, a prayer of a connection with the real God of the universe. And if that prayer fits you, I'm going to ask you to make a decision for either Christ or to become part of his church. So if you wouldn't mind bowing your head, praying this prayer after me, it's a short prayer. Just pray this prayer. God, I want joy. And I know that joy is connected to Jesus Christ. I believe you sent him to die for my sins. I believe you raised him from the dead. I believe one day he's coming back. But until then... Send your Holy Spirit so I can have joy. Forgive me of all my sins. Help me be the person you want me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer, if you're watching us on Facebook or on our website, you prayed that prayer, you want a relationship with God, and you prayed that prayer, and you meant that prayer in your head, in your heart, your mind, and your spirit. If you meant that prayer, just type in salvation in the chat box. When our digital minister is going to connect with you, let you know what next steps are. If you're watching us on YouTube or listen to us on telephone, call us at 704-334-5309 or email us at connect to Leave your name and your phone number so we can contact you. Let you know what next steps are. If you're in the house, you prayed that prayer. You meant that prayer sincerely. Um, you want a relationship with God through Jesus Christ? We're not going to put you on Front Street. Uh, y'all sit down, sit down, sit down. All right. uh, we're not going to put you on Front Street. But if you prayed that prayer in the house, you meant that prayer, you want, you want God in your life for real, just do me this favor. Just hold up your hand right now. Just hold up your hand. If that prayer was meant for you, would you hold up your hand? Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. If you're in the house, hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand, hold up your hand, hold up your hand, hold up your hand, amen. Oh, we have, I can't see. Do we have one in the balcony? Do we have one in the balcony? Uh, Can you do me a favor? If you got your hand up, can you do me a favor? Could you come down? Somebody go get that person in the balcony or or encourage them to come down. Amen. We want you to come down because we want to let you know what next steps are. We want to encourage you right now. Alright, I need y'all to move real fast. I need y'all to move. Because I don't want that person to feel like that they're by themselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you are, if you are in the house and you're you're saying, listen, Pastor, I'm already saved, but I don't have a church home. Or I haven't been connected to a church, or I've been a part of St. Paul, but I ain't been in a long time, and I want to reconnect. Guess what? we want going to give you that opportunity as well. So if you're in the house right now and you don't have a church home, I would love to be your pastor. These men and women would love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. If that's you, would you just hold up your hand right now? Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. You don't have a church home. Hold up your hand. You're not connected to a church. You haven't been going to a church consistently. Would you hold up your hand? Hold up your hand. Hold up your hand. If you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, if you would, you want to connect with us, just type in connect in the chat box. Our digital minister will reach out to you. Or if you're watching us on YouTube or on telephone, call us at 704-334-5309 or email us at connect at Leave your name and your number. Someone will contact you, let you know what the next steps are as far as being connected and having a church family. You're not meant to be a Lone Ranger Christian. Amen. God desires to have a relationship with you. I see one Am I correct, that's one that's coming? Can we give God praise? Oh, I think we could do a whole lot better than that. We could do a whole lot better than that. We could do a whole lot better than that. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. God is able, God is able. Just wanna let you know my sister, what will happen is we're going to take you in the back and we're going to have conversation with you. So I'm going to ask Sister Marilyn, would you take her in the back? Help her to understand what the next steps are. Let's give God praise, for the Come on. We could do a whole lot better than that. Amen. We could do a whole lot better than that. Here's what we're getting ready to do. Here's what we're getting ready to do. We're getting ready to carry out the ordinance of communion. I need my robe. <laughs> get me to carry out the ordinance of communion. And so, everybody should have the communion elements. Those that are watching us online, you should have your elements. If you don't, if you would, take the time to go and get them right now, as far as your elements are concerned. Amen. If you're in the house and you do not have, your communion, would you hold up your hand real quick so we can make sure you're covered? If you do not have communion elements, hold up your hand. We'll get you in just a moment. We'll get you in just a moment. All right. Madam all right. madam Chair, if we would, let's share with those who don't have communion. That will be security, Reverend uh, Minister Erica Miner and i want you to prepare your elements your communion at your, at this time yeah. right. <clears throat> who does not have his or her element communion all right. For those that are watching us online as well as those that are in the house as we make preparation to receive the Lord's Supper. I'm going to ask I'm going to ask that we will prepare to bow our heads for a word of prayer. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. God, we come and we thank you right now for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on that hill called Calvary. We thank you, O Lord, for how You sent him to be our lamb. And how on that Thursday night, he took the Passover meal and he transformed it into the meal of the church. God, we come and we don't take this lightly. Forgive us of our sins. Sins of omission, sins of commission. Things we did we should not have done and things we should have done that we did not do. Forgive us. Help us become the person you want us to be. And now, God, we consecrate these elements. And as we partake of them, let us be ever mindful of who you are and whose we are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. At this time, I'm going to ask if you would to take the bread and lift it toward the heavens. On the night that Jesus Christ was betrayed, he took a loaf of bread, he blessed it, and he broke it. And He told his disciples, eat. This is my body that shall be given for thee. Let us eat. Likewise, he took a common cup, and he lifted it toward heaven, and he blessed that cup. And then he passed it around to his disciples and said, drink ye all of it. This is the blood of the new covenant that's going to be shed for the remissions of sin. Let us drink. The Bible says afterwards they sang to the hymn and they went out to the Mount of Olives. We shall do likewise. Here's the deal. The ushers will dismiss you from the bottom, the back front. There are trash cans where you can drop off. Your communion containers in those trash cans, and we're going to ask that you will exit as quickly as possible. Um, All heads bowed, all eyes closed. God, we thank you for the joy that you give us. And as we leave this moment, but never your presence, keep us in your sovereign care. Empower us, oh God, for the week ahead. And now to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with all exceeding joy. It's only wise, God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forevermore. And the people of God said, amen. If you've been blessed, give God praise. I love you. God loves you even more. Do me a favor. Just follow the directions of the ushers. They will escort you out from the back forward. God bless you all.